the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The border crisis, raging inflation, the Afghanistan catastrophe. Former President Trump saying those aren't the only issues that President Biden has mishandled. He has done a terrible job on on COVID, just like he did on SARS. Salem Radio's Mike Gallagher taking on the mainstream media over the Texas abortion law. Doctors reported a steep decline in abortions across Texas. ABC News thinks this is a bad thing. They don't even recognize they're so tone deaf, they don't realize that more than half the country sees this as a good thing. While Hollywood takes to social media. Friendly reminder that Texas also has a law that prohibits women from owning more than six dildos. Oh, but you're allowed to own as many guns as you want. (sighs) This is all exhausting. This is the Daybreak Insider Podcast, your first look at today's top stories for Tuesday, September 7th. I'm Rich Thomason. The U.S. confirms helping an American citizen and her relatives escape Afghanistan via an overland route to a neighboring country. Correspondent Mike Hempen. The U.S. official who confirmed the story says the citizen and the citizen's children were met by American embassy staff at the border. The official didn't provide details, citing security reasons and the need to preserve the viability of the route for possible future efforts. The evacuation is the first overland extraction the U.S. government has confirmed since it ended its air evacuation effort last week with the final withdrawal of American troops from Afghanistan. Fox News reporting the overland evacuation was organized as a private mission by a man named Corey Mills. Mills and a team of military veterans funded by private donors, including the Sentinel Foundation, led the effort to rescue the mother and her three youngsters left behind by the Biden administration. Multiple sources with knowledge of the evacuation confirmed that Mills and his team worked for weeks to get the family out after Republican Texas Congressman Ronnie Jackson alerted him to the family's plight. The Taliban reports seizing the final Afghan province not under its control after defeating rebels who had held the province north of Kabul. Thousands of Taliban fighters swarmed over eight districts of Panjshir province, according to some of the locals there. Meanwhile, the BBC's Secunder Kermani says that so far, nothing is known about the incoming Taliban government, how it will be structured, how it will govern. It's it's been more than three weeks now since the Taliban took over Kabul and they're still yet to establish a new government. And that means that we're just prolonging really this period of deep uncertainty about the future that so many Afghans are living through at the moment. Zabiola Majahid also asked in this press conference uh, by reporters about the elusive leader of the Taliban, Mullah Hebatullah. He's not yet been seen in public. There had been questions raised about even whether he is uh, still alive. Zabiullah Mujahid insisted that he was and that a public appearance would be made soon. And the way the Biden administration handled the Afghanistan withdrawal, just one of the factors tanking the president's poll numbers 
As Daybreak Insider White House correspondent Greg Clugston explains. After enjoying approval ratings in the 50s during his first few months in office, the president has seen his numbers drop in recent weeks. The Real Clear Politics average of surveys shows 49% of Americans disapprove of Mr. Biden's job performance, while 45% approve. The messy exit from Afghanistan was not received well, and a Washington Post-ABC News poll also shows the president losing support for his handling of the pandemic and the economy. The Washington Examiner reports a news Zogby poll finds that one-fifth of likely U.S. voters who supported Mr. Biden are now having regrets. And then there's this new Rasmussen poll. It finds that if the next election were held today, 37 percent of likely voters would choose Mr. Biden for the White House. Forty-three percent would pick former President Trump. Fourteen percent say they would vote for someone else. The Wall Street Journal reports the White House would prefer to think about happy things, as Mr. Biden put it, when asked about Afghanistan, which he hasn't discussed publicly in about a week. And in the midst of the ongoing Afghanistan crisis, Daybreak Insider's Mike Gracia says that Mr. Biden took another short vacation and did a bit of socializing. President Joe Biden marks Labor Day 2021. IBW's keeping this country moving. The president delivered deli sandwiches to union members at an event held by the International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers Local 313 in Newcastle, Delaware. The president shook hands and at one point talked into a phone to a union member's mother. Daybreak Insider's Eric Cudd says the shift away from Afghanistan is job one as Mr. Biden hopes for some good COVID news. At a July 4th celebration on the White House South Lawn, the president declared that the U.S. was emerging from the darkness of the coronavirus pandemic. But the summer optimism quickly faded as the Delta variant took hold. Now, two months later, COVID hospitalizations and deaths are rising, and some vaccinated Americans are getting infected. Later this week, the president will lay out the next steps his administration will take to deal with the pandemic. The Daily Caller writes that scientists and climate activists are pointing to what they see as a positive impact of COVID lockdowns on the environment, with a sharp decline in social and commercial activities, leading to big reductions in carbon emissions and other climate metrics. That raises the specter of a potential climate lockdown, allowing governments to enforce radical environmental and energy policies. Extended federal jobless benefits enacted because of the coronavirus pandemic have run their course. Those extra benefits ending on Labor Day, correspondent Julie Walker tells us. A $300 a week federal benefit, which was made available to the unemployed on top of their regular state jobless aid, expires today. More than 11 million people in 35 states, the District of Columbia and Puerto Rico, will lose at least some benefits, according to economist Greg Dacko at Oxford Economics. Of those, almost 9 million will lose all their jobless aid. 25 states seeking to push the jobless back to work had already halted the federal aid. In addition, two other federal unemployment programs also end today. One that extended payments to gig workers and the self-employed, another that extended for long-term unemployed. CBS News says there are a record number of jobs available now, and the Wall Street Journal opines that a big issue these days is many young workers simply quitting their jobs without any plan B. President Biden describing the administration's response to the Texas abortion law as a whole government response. 
He opposes a statute raising questions about a potential conflict with his personally held religious convictions. Daybreak Insider's Michael Harrington. The president often touts his Catholic faith even as he vigorously supports abortion and the LGBT agenda in blatant violation of church teachings. But a new analysis of the 2020 election from the Pew Research Center indicates that Mr. Biden managed to steal some Catholic votes from former President Trump. In 2016, Mr. Trump won 64% of Catholic votes, but last time around he got only 57%, while Biden took 42%, 11% more than Hillary Clinton got. Correspondent Jackie Quinn says the DOJ is vowing to go to bat for women trying to get an abortion in Texas. Attorney General Merrick Garland says the Justice Department is exploring options for challenging the new Texas law that bans most abortions if medical professionals can detect cardiac activity, usually around six weeks. He says violence against anyone seeking an abortion will not be tolerated. And he reminds people of the Freedom of Access to Clinic Entrances Act. It prohibits physically obstructing or using the threat of force to interfere with someone seeking reproductive health services. In Oregon, the Portland City Council planning to vote tomorrow on a proposal to ban any city business with Texas because of its abortion law. The Daily Wire listing a plethora of Hollywood actresses speaking out on social media, denouncing the Texas statute, with some calling for a boycott of the state. And the Satanic Temple has criticized the Texas Heartbeat Act, according to the Washington Examiner, writing a letter to the FDA saying the law denies Temple members getting abortifacients, infringing on their beliefs. Salem Radio's Mike Gallagher says the Biden administration views the fight against the Texas law as a political win. There's an ABC News story that thinks it's a bad thing that there were far fewer abortions performed in one of America's biggest states. They report on it like it's bad. And Biden wants this fight. Axios reports that Biden is eager for a fight over abortion. He sees the issue as politically advantageous after the court left in place the near ban in Texas. According to Axios, the White House sees abortion as a potent issue ahead of next year's midterms, with Biden under huge pressure on Afghanistan, inflation, crime, and the border. The Wall Street Journal predicts it will not hold, that it will not remain in place. Gallagher accusing the media of painting a most biased picture. Here's the way ABC reports on this. Houston provider Dr. Bavik Kumar said he normally performs between 20 and 30 abortions a day. Since the new law, he said he's only seen six patients and was forced to turn half of them away. Imagine a news media organization reporting on that like that's a bad thing. They don't get it. That's heartwarming. Dr. Kumar said, Just yesterday, I saw somebody who thought she was earlier in the pregnancy, but once she got here and had her ultrasound, found out she was much farther along. She was crying. And we began to explore options and think through the logistics of if she would be able to go out of state for the care that she needed. You know where Dr. Kumar works? He works out of Planned Parenthood. I thought Planned Parenthood didn't perform abortions, lefties. You kept telling us Planned Parenthood, they don't, they don't do abortions. They just provide care. Yeah, that old gag. You call taking forceps and crushing the baby's skull and sucking the baby out of, through with a tube care. That's care in Planned Parenthood's world. 
Finally this morning, Virginia's largest school district paying teachers $32.7 million in bonuses for what it terms their extraordinary contributions and sacrifices during the pandemic, which they spent primarily working from home. Fairfax County Public Schools used federal coronavirus relief funds to reward the teachers, bus drivers, and other staff. The Washington Free Beacon says Fairfax teachers lobbied successfully to keep the schools closed for an extended period of time. The Fairfax County School Board approved the district's plan to spend the money it received in federal elementary and secondary school emergency relief funds in July. Along with the one-time bonuses for teachers, the district will use the money to fund coronavirus mitigation strategies and address pandemic-related learning loss. The district will also direct relief money to boost bus driver wages to just under $23 an hour. Subscribe to the Daybreak Insider Podcast at Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, or SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Get our companion Daybreak Insider newsletter each morning at DaybreakInsider.com. Ongoing coverage of breaking news and commentary at SRNNews.com and TownHall.com. Thanks for starting your day with us. Join us again tomorrow. I'm Rich Thomason. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.